Now betting for the sports animal. Your afternoon drive. Number two, Menon, Van Nunley, and Fred Slow. And in the on deck circle, Amory Castillo. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. Well, there it is, Duke City. You did it, friend. It's five o'clock somewhere, and guess what? It's here. It is five o'clock right here at Red Door downtown. Get down here, have a coldie with the boys as we're chilling inside beautiful and historic downtown Albuquerque inside the Red Door Brewing Company. We got two patios for your lounging pleasure. You're a backdoor kind of patio guy. I'm a front door patio kind of guy. Because you, you like the people watching. I do. I, if anything, you know, I like to just yell at the people sometimes. Just, hey, how you doing? <laughs> That's the kind of person you are. You're a man of the people. Jake. I, I am a man of the people. I, uh, I consider myself a man of all culture. I am Van Nunley. Joining me today, young Jake Cassio, our phenom and NBA draft expert. If you couldn't get enough of it, we got a little more draft analysis coming your way here shortly you're listening to two men on 95.9 fm am 610 the sports animal like i said we are at red door brewing downtown having a lot of fun with it it's not even five o'clock uh and it's already popping here uh get down here have some fun with us yeah i mean this is the spot to be right now i mean people are coming in everybody's having a couple brewskis and uh you can always say what's up to the boys, friends of the show. I'm about to get myself a coldie, being 5 o'clock and all here at Red Door. Got some great beers. I'll There's a full that. bar. There's a full kitchen with a lot of deliciousness. I'm going to hit up the cheese curds here in a little bit. Oh, God. Fried cheese curds. You're talking my language. Let's Stop. go, you, baby. You're talking dirty to Next me commercial right break. I'm ordering a cheese curds. Yeah, you can live vicariously through us, friends of the show, or you can just come down here your damn self. All right. We talked about this literally the last time we're here at Red Door Brewing, that Zion Williamson, uh, not on the court a lot, <laughs> he's in uh, New Orleans restaurants a lot, but he's also doing a lot of extracurriculars with adult entertainers. And not exactly A-list ones either. Quick recap of the previous story. Zion Williamson, a couple weeks ago, almost two weeks ago, to the day announced that his lady friend is pregnant. Him and his girlfriend, and don't let me mess this up here, I believe it is Akima. I think I'm per uh, pronouncing that right. Zion Williamson and his girlfriend Akima uh, said they're having a little baby together. And then it all blew up on him. Oh, boy, did it, Jake. Um, allegedly, and I'm saying allegedly, uh, our legal team isn't that strong yet, so we'll keep alleged bombing this story. Um, after Zion Williamson announced that he's having a little baby, porn star Mariah Mills said that she's been seeing Zion Williamson for like three years and that she is his real love. And while him and his girlfriend were together around the time that they were impregnating, she's been sleeping with him. Yep. And, uh. This has been going on for some time. He, there are text message threads that she has posted of 
everything, you know, saying Zion's willing to pay her to come out and move to New Orleans and how much, you know, they're arranging her monthly stipend to come out and live with them because she, she's a New Yorker. She lives in the city. And, uh, if, wow. Just, <laughs> wow. Wow is an understatement. I, yeah. And, you know, uh, and Adam Silver did what he had to do. He made the phone call to Elon and got her account suspended after <laughs> she was threatening to extort him with uh, some uh, some homemade movies. Daywalker vampire Elon Musk obviously takes direct orders from full-blown Nosferatu Adam Silver. So Mariah Mills comes out and says, I've been sleeping with Zion while you guys have been together this whole time. Posts a bunch of private text messages and DMs from the interwebs with receipts showing that everything she said is true. And uh, today she went and did a thing, Jakey boy. Yeah. Oh, uh, man. I, I kind of like it. <laughs> um, this is like the biggest fame-chasing, clout-chasing move in the history of uh, thoughtdom. Yeah. And if you don't know the acronym for thought, you can go ahead and Google that. I'm not talking about it on our program. But this young thoughty allegedly, and there's video proof floating around the interwebs, tattooed Zion on her face. Honestly, that's, that's the kind of energy I want to have in a woman one day. Not baby mama. The side piece mm -hmm. who blew him up all over the internet. After not threatening to extort him publicly. Correct. Gets his name tattooed on her face. That is correct. That's real love. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hopeless romantic Jake Cassio on the program today in Fred Slow's stead. I am baffled by this situation. How you don't just... Zion has bags and bags of money. He has canvas bags full of hush money, but that's not enough for Mariah Mills because she said that she's got her own money and she doesn't need your extortion money. She doesn't need your hush money, and she knows that she's Zion's guy and went and got his name tattooed on her face. And honestly, it's not surprising to me that Zion is getting himself in these situations if you paid any close attention to Zion during his Duke days, and there were a couple times where some Snapchat messages were leaked out from some college-age woman about, you know, Zion having not a lot of riz and basically being like, you know, just the weakest game in the world, considering that he was the hottest prospect in a long, long time. Number one draft pick just has the worst game in the world. And pretty much what he has to do nowadays to get any woman to like him is he has to go 40 pages deep into the hub <laughs> and find some C-list, B-list uh, adult film actress and hit them up because he's not an A-list kind of guy. Have you seen the kind of outfits he wears too? Like, have you seen, like, the manga, like, Naruto, One Piece, like, clothing he owns, like, that he's worn on the sideline because he doesn't play in the NBA. I, I don't mind telling you I'm from a different generation, and that is not my style. Yeah. And by the way, being a different generation, let me tell the friends of the show, when Jake says Riz game, Riz is short for charisma. 
So apparently he has no charisma. He doesn't know how to spit game. He does not. Our He's, boy can't throw darts. No, not at all. He, like Jake said, he goes to page 40 <laughs> of um, an adult website and says, oh, you look nice. Yeah, pretty much. And, like, it's it's sad. But also at the same time, I'm, like, thinking about my own personal love life. I want a lady like Mariah. <laughs> you know? You, you want somebody that's so infatuated with you and wants you back so bad they're willing oh, to tattoo so their young, name on your Jake. face. Jake, yeah. you're so young and full of energy. I just I, really... Uh, full of something? If, if full something, of something, bud. I, uh, if you don't know this about me yet, um, I, I kind of like controversial and crazy people. Hmm. Um, so you and, and Myra would go in the Titanites, assume, if you had the money. He, uh, I wouldn't he take would, her. But. Yeah, he would. Yeah, he'd take uh, either Aquila and the Bee or Mariah or. Breaking news, Jakey boy! Oh. This story has <laughs> legs, <laughs> and there's more. Apparently, another adult entertainer, um, allegedly Yamil Taylor, yep. is saying that Zion Williamson is a sex addict, and he can't be stopped, and he can't control himself. I, j- you know. Zion might not have any riz or charisma or game, but he has to have at least something going for him. Well, he's got a hit list is what he's got. You know, like, to have all these women come out and say all these things about him, and the fact that he got Mariah Mills to tattoo his name on on her face, like, he must be doing something right. Yeah. He's a millionaire basketball player. He's not that rich. He's still on his rookie deal. <laughs> He's still on his rookie deal. It's not. It's deal. not that many millions. Just a handful of millions. And, and you know, like. And look, I'm not going to fault this handsome, adjacent, adjacent, rich, adjacent, successful, adjacent young man for going out and getting his. I am not going to hate on him for that. But the decision-making skills. Oh my God. And, you know, he he's a really nerdy guy. Big anime dweeb, barely <laughs> plays basketball, always out of shape. And just, you know, I got to I got to respect the game. You know, I, I, if if I could, I would. If they had to redo the movie seven, <laughs> Zion Williamson would be like three of the seven deadly sins right now. Yeah, absolutely. Our boy cannot be stopped so whatsoever. So Jaw had to go to rehab for his gun addiction. Yeah. What is Zion going to have to do? Oh, my God. Get uh, better assistance first off. Yeah, uh, I mean, I think the Pelicans are really done with him because apparently he doesn't have any relationship or communication at all with any of the front office or really any of his teammates. What do you do with that situation? Like a shot caller on your dong? Like, how does this, how do you stop this kind of behavior? I'm 41. I've never been able to stop this kind of behavior. Zion, one, has to put down the Popeyes. <laughs> Two, he needs to just not have a phone, get off the internet, get away from this uh, addiction of. Uh, pray for Zion. Uh, slightly more wholesome content when we get back because we're going from sports adjacent back to sports as we have head coach of your New Mexico United coming on with us to talk a little football when we get back. You're listening to Two Men On, 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. This report brought to you by Sandia Area Federal Credit Union. 
Paying too much for your auto loan? Refinance with Sandia Area, and you could save big this summer. Apply today at Sandia.org. Sandia Area, better banking without the bank. Restrictions apply. Member eligibility required. Traffic right now, crash cleanup continuing westbound on Paseo as you approach the river. You're going to see slowdown starting around 2nd Street with that. I-25 southbound right now between Osuna and Comanche dealing with congestion there. Gaffa, Eric Quill joining us on the program. What's happening? Hey, you come into town, you're already on the show twice. We call that a friend of the show here, buddy. <laughs> it's so much fun. I got, I got to do it a second time, man. Hey, I don't blame you. We do have a lot of fun here. Two men on 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. You come in the town, boom, Saturday game, boom, Wednesday game, boom, Saturday game. Week after that, another Saturday game. You didn't even have time to breathe. You came in hot, brother. You got to work. <laughs> I know. I don't like. I don't know if I planned that the right way, but I think it wasn't up to me. It was just uh, <laughs> so. It, yeah, it's been a, a fire hose, but um, you know, one that you know I'm seeing growth in every day, and and uh, another result the other night wasn't what we wanted. Um, but you know, I'm really really pleased with kind of the the vibe of the team and them understanding and, and buying into sort of you know how I see the game in front of them so you know hopefully this game this game tomorrow night looks more the part and we we all walk away happy with three points oh you've only been here for a couple weeks like have you even had a chance to unpack yet have you had a proper meal out in the community or is it just work 24 7 as you get acclimated to the new gig <laughs> it's been work 24 7 i'm still waiting on movers and boxes to show up i mean i'm still just living off of uh <laughs> you know, what I could fit in the car. Uh, so, yeah, I'm not, I wouldn't say that I'm, you know, settled yet. Um, but, I, you know, I've done this a few times, as most people have. And uh, so it's not, I'm not a fish out of water in this moment. But it's, uh, it's I'm fine being here. I'm, I'm, I'm in the city more and more every day. And the people that, you know, live here have shown me a great welcome. And uh, it's just a, it's a great, great place to live. Well, Coach, have you at least had the time to experience some of the great cuisine we have here in New Mexico? Uh, I have. I've, I've gone to a couple of nice New Mexican restaurants, um, you know, and we've, we've, you know, we've, you know, the club gets as a partnership with Matucci. So I, I think I've eaten a lot of pasta since I've been here. Like, you know, it's served pretty much every day at lunch for the boys, and I'm, I'm. Uh, I got to make sure I keep exercising because the amount of pasta I'm eating right now is uh, more than I've had in a while. So, but the food so far, the food so far has been excellent. Every restaurant I've been to has been awesome, uh, really eclectic, and, and uh, my wife and I have really enjoyed so far the, the food scene. Soccer is a high energy sport, Jake. You got a car blow. Yeah, absolutely. That's what Coach is doing. He's he's setting the standards for the boys out on the pitch. You got a car load. You're going to be running three and a half, four miles. Yeah, and as an Italian man, I get it. You know, I might not be exercising as much as you, the guys are. Eating is just as much pasta. As <laughs> many carbs. A big match on Saturday against one of our air quotes rival. You mind repeating that? You kind of broke up on that question. Oh, sorry to hear that, Coach. Uh, so we got the Colorado Springs switchbacks coming into town on Saturday. How does the black and yellow match up against one of our air quotes rivals? 
Uh, really well. I, mean, I think that we have a really good game plan in, uh, in place, and we've made, we've always noticed the rivalry, and they, and they especially coming on the back the other night. So, you know, again, we're our, our DNA and mantra going forward is we want to be on our front foot. We want to dictate the place to play, and making sure that we, you know, we're we're confident and playing downhill, and and again, entertaining the crowd and inspiring the crowd, and hopefully we. We score the first goal. I think last couple of games we've been victim of, of, of giving up the first goal, which, you know, when you're at home, you don't want to give life to the opponent. So we've got to make sure we're coming out, really focused in that first 15-20 to, to make sure we're the, we're the first on the scoreboard. So uh, I really like our chances, and I like, I like our team, and I like, I like the vibe and, and, the, and the sort of the, the commitment that the guys have shown the last couple of days. New Mexico United coach Eric Quill joining us on Two Men On right here, 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. Uh, coach, you've talked a lot about an attacking style, and we've got to see that already as, you know, you mentioned Phoenix in the last match, got out to an early lead, uh, held a 2-1 lead, and you guys weren't just trying to keep it close. You kept attacking. You kept going for the equalizer and going for the win. Um, for the friends of the show, for the United fan that don't understand what's going on, can you talk a little more about this new game plan you have going forward? Yeah, it's really, you know, we want to, we want to dominate the ball. Like, so if you look at, you know, possession numbers, you know, the first first game, we've dominated the last few games in possession, but we want to be, make sure that it's, it's front half possession and not, and not just, you know, circulating the ball in the back half of the field just to, to have the ball we want to be going vertical in our in our thinking and our in our approach so really it's really you know building into that front half and then the ideas um when we get in that front half need to be you know we, we got to hurt the opponent and we can't be fearful to go into certain parts of the field uh and then that's where the force of progress is it's under, it's, i think some teams avoid that middle part of the field because of it's a, it's a congested area a lot of turnovers happen there, but you can really, if, you, if we become more comfortable diving into the heart of the opponent, you can really find some interesting things when you, when you decide to go back out wide. Uh, it just, it shrinks them, you know, a little bit. And, and you kind of, if, if we're a little bit methodical and poised and, and patient to kind of move the ball around, you, you, you typically find some, some really good openings. And I think it's, it's really teaching patience to the guys and not feeling like they have to force something that's not there. Um, and so it's easier said than done, but it just, it's a little bit more poised of an attack that um, we're trying to find more high-percentage shots uh, that turn into goals rather than settling for, for half or low-percentage low shots that you know, maybe are, are asking a lot of ourselves. So we just want to have a little more sophistication, uh, a little more poise, and you know, be, have you know, quality in front of goal when we do get in those moments is can we put it away? And that's the, again... Soccer is not an easy sport. It's not an easy sport. It's not easy to score goals, but we have a methodical approach that we believe works and will and will work. But it just takes a little bit of time for guys to sort of adjust to this new style. And, and uh, we're already starting to see moments of of it starting to make sense for them. Uh, now that you've uh, gotten to know the roster a little bit better and the group of guys that you're working with here, who are some of the guys for some of the fans to keep an eye out? You know, who are the gamers? Who are the guys that you have your trust in? Who are the athletes? Who, like, who do you trust on this roster? Well, I mean, I trust every single player on this roster. That's why I, that's why I took the job. I mean, I, I studied this roster from top to bottom, bottom to top. 
and there's not a guy I don't trust in this roster. It's it's really, you know, again, these guys, these fans have been seeing the Bruces of the world that you can see he's a fan favorite, rightly so. Um, you know, Armando Moreno scored a great goal the other night. Um, you know, Justin Portillo is really a stalwart in the middle of the park. Uh, Sergio Rivas is a quality homegrown kid that really has a lot of, lot of potential and, and, and star power. Um, so, you know, amongst others, but just, I mean, as far as trust goes, I got a hundred percent trust in everybody on this, on this roster. And, and, you know, again, it's just more so understanding, getting, getting this playing style and, and, and but they're bought in and it's, it's, it's starting to be a lot of fun. We just need, we need, we need to start, we need to win a game. And I think it, you know, we, we walk away with our, our chest out and, and feeling really confident about where we're going. Victor Wimbayama went number one in the NBA draft last night. No offense to uh, fan favorites Alex Tambakis or Ford Parker, but did you send a phone call or an email to Wimbayama and be like, hey, you want to play a little goalie for the New Mexico United? You sure you want to play basketball there, brother? <laughs> well, you know, given the, you know, the similarities between, you know, the, the, the athletes in, in basketball and soccer, you know, I wouldn't mind having – him as my uh, my number three right now. He's got to work his way into the number one, though. <laughs> I like that. Oh, that's a real coach answer yeah. right there. <laughs> hey, for the friends of the show, for the uh, United fans who haven't been out to Rio Grande Credit Union Field at Isotopes Park, a.k.a. the lab, to see uh, your new game plan, to see the black and yellow, what can they expect from the boys on Saturday? I think you're going to see a lot of spirit, a lot of, uh, you know, they, these guys are, are, they were not happy the other night, and that's what I loved about it the most is, is we, uh, you know, and then on the previous Saturday's game, we felt like we deserved the three points. We, you know, had a moment at the end of the game. So we need to, and so they understand this is the last of the homestand here and how important it is to send these fans home happy. And we want to entertain, and, we, and so we come out on our front foot. We those moments where we can turn them over and, and get to go fast if they're on, we take them. Otherwise, if we need to build and, and be patient, we're, we're patient. But we, we dictate the style of play, um, and we're going to be on the ball more than they will. And so I think that you know, the fans will be entertained, and I think we score goals and we celebrate with the fans, the curse, and, and all the people that you know, paid hard-earned money to be there. And I think that that's, what, that's the most important part is making sure the fan experience is is what they what they signed up for, and these players really, really take it hard. The other night they really took it hard that they didn't put the fans home in a better mood, and so these guys understand the importance of, of their performance. And so I'm I'm looking forward to how they come out Saturday. Saturday also is Pride on the Pitch night. I know this is a special night for New Mexico United every year. Is there a little bit of extra bit of effort, extra little bit of I'll use the word again? pride on the pitch when it's a special night like this you know probably i, I think every night's pride night for, for these guys it's uh but you know the, the crowd and the support and and for what it's worth it's, it's these guys these guys are, are motivated uh to just give the fans what, what they want and that's that's wins that's goals that's excitement and so we will make sure that you know post game these guys are out you know signing autographs making sure the fan experience is is what they you know what they want it to be so you can expect our players after the game hopefully in celebration you know hugging signing whatever it takes to make sure that you know these feel these fans feel like they were worth it 
Head coach of Uri New Mexico United, Coach Eric Quill, joining us. Uh, anything else for the friends of the show? Anything else for fans out there? No, just I love being on with you guys, and I love, you know, hopefully fans are, are going to come out on Saturday. I invite everybody, you know, as many people as possible because they're, they're, uh, they're our lifeline. They, they give us momentum. They give us confidence, and we wouldn't be, you know, who we are without them. And so we want to, we just want to invite everybody out to have the experience of a lifetime. Appreciate you being a friend of the show, and uh, break a leg on Saturday, my friend. <laughs> All right, thanks, guys. Appreciate you. Thank you, Coach. When we get back, there's a new contest in town. If you thought the competition of the College World Series wasn't enough, wait till you hear about this. <laughs> You're listening to Two Men On, 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. Welcome back to the program, Duke City. You're listening to Two Men On, 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. On a beautiful Friday right here in downtown Albuquerque, New Mexico, the boys are live from Red Door Brewing, your choice of two different patios, your choice of dozens of delicious beers and a full bar and a full menu and a full house full of cool dudes. Yeah, just guys being dudes. Uh, Except for lady. two of them. <laughs> who? <laughs> I'm not calling them out on air. They know who they are. Uh, God. <laughs> uh, we are live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Cowell Banker Legacy Mobile Studio as we are at the aforementioned Red Door Brewing downtown. We play on Team I-9. We start our days at the YMCA. Lunch and a milkshake. That goes down at the 66 Diner. It's throwing Thursday, every Thursday at ABQ Axe. It all goes down at Red Door downtown. We got karaoke night on Monday. We got comedy on Wednesday, full bar, full menu. Let's go. Get all your merch at the Duke's Team Store. Don't miss the Duke's Night at Isotopes Park on July 15th. Every Tuesday, we'll be giving away tickets to the aforementioned July 15th Duke's Retro Night at the Lab. going to have a lot of fun with it. And uh, as you know, Jake, the weekends, that's for Teller Vodka, New Mexico's vodka. The best vodka might i add yes i love it not a paid advertisement by jake no not at all smooth as butter he is just a fan he I'm, came in a fan i'm an advocate and i always will be and the teller tees coming out soon baby it is muy peligroso. oh my goodness i'm so excited for you albuquerque and surrounding areas basically the world yeah watch out anywhere uh, with uh, shipping crates i'm gonna be a menace watch out for that teller tee speaking of watch out Watch out for this bar <laughs> across from the College World Series in Omaha, Nebraska. Rocco's Pizza and Cantina sounds like a place that you'd frequent, Jake. I, it, it does. I mean, it has to be owned by a strong Italian man. It, uh, I think so, unless it's the guy with the modern life. Uh, <laughs> he's 50 steps across the street from the Men's College World Series. And this started four years ago. And I love a good competition. You know, I'm a baseball dork. I love baseball. But this takes it to another level. Oh, yeah. This, As, is, this is crowd involvement right here. Yes. This fan, is how you get engagement, the, This baby. is how you get these guys to, like, actually want to cheer and go crazy over college baseball. Yes. This is how boys become men and men become legends is there is a jello shot 
competition every year. And this is year four at Rocco's Pizza and Cantina, which is right across the street from the Men's College World Series. Free plug. You're welcome. But if you're going and tending the, the Men's College World Series in Omaha, stop by this cantina because every year the eight teams who are the final eight that make it to the official ending of the College World Series, there is a jello shot competition every year. So if you're a, fr uh, a fan of the program, you're an alma mater, you're an alumnus, you're an active player maybe? I don't know. Yeah, maybe. You go into this bar and you buy shots, and you only buy shots of your team's color. Yep, you there's, have to say your team. There's eight different colors, and they're all color-coordinated for your team that's participating in the World Series. Every year, somebody dominates. And this year was a blowout. <laughs> a blowout. Over 30,000 Jello shots sold, and the team that's winning is... My Louisiana State Tigers. How? Now, hold on. I don't have any affiliation. They're let's, just my SEC team. Let's pause this story for a second. You're a New Yorker. Yeah, but I claim LSU as my SEC team. Oh, you got one. It's just SEC. Just SEC. Just SEC. Yeah. All right, thanks for clarifying yeah. that. They're not like my number I one. About, you know? I was about to get weird. Mainly... Much much like, like this guy walking outside. We're visiting right now. That is, uh, I think that's some kind of new homeless CrossFit. That's pretty sweet. Yeah, I mean, I'm really into this. He looks like he's in shape. <laughs> so you, I, I think me and you personally, we could we could put a pretty serious dent into this Jello shot. Oh yeah. Contest. I could take a handful a day every day, and then I'd make it rain Jello shots for whatever college I believe I was affiliated with that year. Well, the craziest thing about this is just the pure amount of jello needed. <laughs> because 30, over 30,000 shots have been sold, and my Louisiana State Tigers yes. are at 21,435. That's impressive. That's two thirds of all jello shots. That's a lot of purple and yellow jello. And you know Louisiana likes to drink, you know that LSU likes to party, and LSU. Odds on favorite. Amory, do you have the odds for the Jello shot contest? I, 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 you know what? I haven't researched that one yet. Oh, my goodness. LSU, well, LSU was already the favorite. They were already, already winning the contest. And LSU alum and LSU baseball super fan and also the owner-operator of Raisin Canes said LSU is going to win this competition, and we're going to set the new record for this competition. So he goes out, and he buys 5,000 Jello shots on behalf of LSU. $30,000 worth of Jello shots. Okay, first off, let me correct you there. It was only $25,000 worth of Jello shots. Oh. He only bought 5,000, and then he heard. Most drinks bought at one time, so he beat the Jello shot record, and he bought the biggest round bought in the history of man by buying six thousand Jello shots. Not only setting the new Jello shot record, but the also buying people drinks in one sitting record. And honestly, to beat Waylon Jennings, that's a that's a flex and a half. Oh my God, that's the biggest flex. Okay. But God, I 
I like jello shots, don't get me wrong, but I don't think I could have that many. That's a, I mean, at that point, dude, it's like you got to be like, is there even alcohol in this jello? Okay, you guys, I That's found a really odd good point. for real, though. So it's oh, odd. sweet. Here we go. Okay, so um, according to Bet FTW, there, this wasn't at your, your sports book, um, but you can find them. Here were the 2023 Rocco Jello Shot Challenge odds. Uh, it was LSU plus 300, Tennessee plus 400, Florida plus 400, TCU plus 500, Wake Forest, pl Wake Forest plus 800. Did you guys need me to repeat the odds? No. Uh, no, where where was Oral Roberts? No, no, that because or, that's oh, like no, no, directions for Wake, where you take Wake it. Wake Forest there. plus 800, Oral Roberts plus 1200, Virginia plus 1500 and Oh, I missed that one, sorry. Stanford plus 4000. I wasn't sure if you guys cut out, but yeah. Ha, you dorks plus 4000. Of course those nerds that's can't win. That's so funny that someone but LSU came up was with obviously odds. the odds on drinking yeah, plus 300. That's and then Tennessee though close in Florida at plus 400. Because this thing is over. Hey, shout out Wake Forest because they're in second place at 5,572. And I'm sorry, it wasn't Waylon Jennings. It was Merle Haggard. Uh, that my, makes it less my cool. Apologies. That makes it a lot less cool. My apologies, country music fans. Hold on, watch your mouth. Uh, I'm just the Waylon guy. Merle, Merle's a dude. Lukenbach, Texas, banger of a song. We on Lukenbach, Texas. Ain't no but feeling no pain. <laughs> I do. I love the challenge. I love the the camaraderie of this. And like, there's so much school pride when you go to one of these things. And this just takes it to a whole nother level. And uh, the day he bought all those shots, LSU did lose to Wake Forest, but they came back the next day and they, won. They, okay, because they they lost the next day because they're so damn hungover. Yeah. And then they won the next two because of pride. Yeah, because they had to prove that alcoholics can be athletes. Aww. First off, his name's David Wells. He is a fantastic pitcher. He is. I threw a no-hitter hammered. Give, I, him, give him some credit. I, uh, I have all my money on LSU winning the College World Series. So The World Series, uh, well, they've already won the Jell-O shot competition unless somebody comes in and breaks the new record by dropping an insane amount of money. By the way, this was not just for showing off. This isn't just for clout. It's for a very good cause. Because out of the $5 Jello shot, a dollar goes to the winner's local food bank, and 50 cents goes to the local food bank. So $1.50 out of all of this goes to a good cause. So $3.50, let's say the average, there's about half a shot of alcohol in each uh, Jello shot, and then the Jello on top of that. They're probably looking at about uh, two dollars and seventy-five cents of revenue on these guys. That's pretty good. That's not bad. That's pretty good. That's a that's a cleanup right there. Hey, like my grandpa said, it's good work if you can get it. <laughs> and by the way, Peta, I hear you already speaking up. Jello isn't made from horse hooves anymore. Like the the gelatin stuff is it's synthetic now. Oh, gross. So it's not like ground up horse bones anymore. So it's a new day out there, Peta. Calm when's, down. This when's is for the last fun. time you had Jello? A, a jello shot at howie sports page like that that's doesn't the, count that doesn't count it. like you actually were like i want to have like a nice thing of jello like on purpose yeah 
God, I don't know. Last time I was in the hospital, maybe. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> Never. I think when I was a child, uh, maybe. I think Jello shots are single-handedly the only reason why Jello is still in business. I think you're correct. Yeah. Yeah. You don't give your kids Jello anymore. No. Why would you give your kids Jello? It's just, it's so average and disgusting. Yeah, I'm a I'm a pudding guy. <laughs> oh, okay. Anyways, that might be worse. Nah, we should do a, they should do pudding uh, shots, snack pack shots. Okay, today's I-9 Varsity, the varsity of children's snacks. I like it. Children's snacks. We've done a similar varsity before, but you get to make this one your own, and I think it's going to be new and fresh and sexy and exciting. We're going to do the <laughs> I-9 Varsity at 6.30, the I-9 Varsity of children's snacks in honor of this new Jell-O world record. Sorry, Merle Haggard. Do they There's have a new shots sheriff here? in town. We gotta go get some Jello shots after this. All right, deal. Yeah, you drive a hard bargain, Jake. I I know I do. When we get back, running backs get no love, and one of us will tell you why it's accurate. You're listening to Two Men On 95.9 FM AM 610 The Sports Animal. This report is sponsored. Welcome back to the program, Duke City. Almost got two hours in the books here. You're listening to Two Men On, 95.9 FM, AM 610, the Sports Animal. We might have ourselves a little wrap-around segment here. Okay. Because we only got a couple minutes until our next break. But uh, we talk about it on the program all the time, that running backs get no love. If you're not Christian McCaffrey, if you're not Derrick Henry, you don't deserve to be paid. You're expendable. Anyone else can take your job. And uh, today, Melvin Gordon proved that fact? Uh, I mean, he made a comment. Sure. And I don't know if necessarily Melvin Gordon deserves the love with his uh, play and uh, his abilities and... But, yeah. The, he doesn't deserve my love because he's been a fantasy bust for me a couple times oh now. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've always been a Melvin Gordon uh, bust guy. Um, but. Wait, you got a picture of his, like, head and shoulders on your fireplace in your house? We do. Like that kind of bust? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's, he's on my list. He's a good-looking guy. But, uh, you know, there is, there is a big running back problem in the NFL right now. And he's not wrong. They don't get love. But. Historically speaking, the last 20 Super Bowl running back winners have not been paid well. Leonard Fournette is the highest paid running back in the last 20 years, and he made like $1.9 million that year. You don't have to pay running backs to win. And it's a very different offensive style that we're playing nowadays. But if you look at the list of available free agent running backs and how the fact that they're not signed with the team yet, yeah. it's kind of baffling. And mind you, some, most of these guys are up there in age. You know, they're, uh, NFL GMs are like Leonardo DiCaprio. Once the girl turns 25, boom, you're gone. Latest. Sure. You know. In this case, though, it's 27. 27 seems to be the age for 20, NFL running backs. 27's the cutoff? Yeah. Uh, 27's we, also a great age not to be a rock star. True. 28 yeah. and older is fantastic. I have always said that I would like to be in the 27 club. Okay. I don't know why. You got time. Yeah, I got three years. <laughs> All right, let's go, Jacob yeah. boy. So I'm living these next three years to the does, fullest. Does the 27 club count if you get imploded on a submersible next to the Titanic? If you're 27, it's only yes. rock stars. As, do they have? They have to have a white lighter in their pocket too. Is that it? I think that's part of it. Okay. I don't remember. I just know something about rock stars and 27 and white lighters. 
all light, all lighters are white lighters if you have paint thinner. Yeah, true. Or white paint. I think it's literally just like a wraparound like foam thing, <laughs> and you could like take it off. I think that's what creates every white lighter. Correct. Because yeah. it used to be like a nice little floral print or yeah. like a dinosaur riding a bicycle or like your favorite sports team. And then underneath it, boom, guess what it is? White lighter. A white lighter. Yeah. yeah. But uh, that's why I'm an advocate for Zippos. Are you? Yeah. <laughs> more running back talk when we get back. More NFL talk when we get back. As we're going to talk a little bit about Jakey Boy's Bills in London as well. You're listening to Two Men On, 95.9 FM, AM 610, The Sports Animal.